Well, would you believe it? It looks like we finally got our first president-elect in Joseph R. Biden Jr. What do you mean by R? You mean America got theirs? No, his name is Joseph R. I don't know what the R stands for. No, you said we got our first president. Oh, I mean America. Americans. United States of America have got their first president-elect. Not their first, their 46th. I know. You haven't got your facts right today, have you? Are you that excited? Because the news has just come in barely an hour ago. Uh, that uh, what was even more exciting for me was the fact that it's not just the first um, president-elect. Yeah. Not the first, the 46th. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying first. What I'm trying to say is it's the first, first four days. woman vice president-elect. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. And, and she's not just the first woman. She's also the first uh, woman of Jamaican Indian heritage. That's right. Therefore, naturally, Asians making a big deal of it. We are so proud. We feel like she's one of us. And, you know, there's this video doing the rounds that I saw on Facebook. Somebody posted when Kamala Harris guested on Mindy Kaling's uh, show. This was last year when she had just put her name down for potential president. So Mindy Kaling has her over in her swanky house in LA and they're about to cook some food together and Mindy says you're South you're of South uh, Indian heritage I'm of South Indian heritage so let's make some dosa together and she says officially technically I should be calling you Senator Harris right and she says no 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 no. that's not what my my birth certificate says so you can call me Kamala so Mindy says listen potentially my dad could be watching this yeah and he's gonna tell me off he's gonna say you know do you know how hard she's worked how successful she is she you can't call her by her first name and Kamala Harris just turns around and says, as long as you don't call me auntie, I'm fine. Which I thought was so brilliant, so Asian. Auntie, shall we start the credits? Let's do. Welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast. We are partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters. And everything else in between. Now, uh, strangely, the last time we recorded a podcast two weeks ago, there were fireworks going off outside and it's exactly the same today. Not because it's bonfire night. Remember, remember. Which was a couple of days ago. It was a couple of days ago. But this is, I'm guessing, um, Democrats in uh, in this country celebrating. Democrats in North London. Democrats in North London celebrating Joe Biden's uh, victory as the next president-elect. The news has just come in, as we said, about an hour ago. He's going to be the 46th president of America. And what a nail-biter it's been. I mean, for the last four days, even coronavirus, I think, was put on the back burner by the rest of the world. It really it took a backseat for a few yeah, days. Yeah, all it? eyes. I think everybody around the world, all eyes on America, all eyes on this presidential, I mean, closely contested presidential election. And people are saying, you know, all kinds of things, divided states of America, uh, the real Game of Thrones. And honestly, I mean, but after come, four years. Come January 20th, whatever, it's going to be a very... Challenging a tough time. Yes. For, um, it's inauguration day, they yeah. call it, right? Uh, that's when he... No, I mean, when he takes over, it's going to be a very tough time. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of work to be done. To to bind uh, the country together. It would have been challenging for either of them, right? But I think, Joe Biden, you're right. Uh, and Donald no, Trump is not going to go, go that's what I meant. easily. The Donald is not going to make it easy. Yes. There's uh, going to be uh, legal proceedings, litigations, yeah. rounds of golf. Yeah. Who knows what and, else? You know, strangely enough, while... Other, uh, in previous elections, you know, those who have lost, they have graciously conceded defeat and they were the first ones to reach out to their opponents and congratulate them when the you, results come you see in. That, you see that happening? No, he was busy playing, playing golf apparently and he said that his legal team will be on it come Monday morning. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the next couple of weeks uh, unfurl. But 
the other thing you notice is you know tv presenters when you saw them 4 days ago yeah fresh uh, bright eyed you know, and excited about you know hosting for, the full of enthu yeah and now <laughs> they're just about sitting in their chair now yes yes but all of them have become i mean i mean they are stars in their own right only the big reporters get to do the american presidential election i suppose but from your catty to john sopel to all of them look like they need about a week's rest now so you're talking about the bbc presenters i'm talking about the bbc presenters because that's what i've been watching um no, no. most people who are watching the american elections are watching cnn or fox news yeah and you had you had this thing about how every website was different in its analysis of how many electoral college votes they had some uh, are waiting some one. are giving some are giving projections yeah and some are waiting for the official yeah for the like the bbc results. for the longest time held on to a, a figure which was completely different from what the rest of the world was saying right so um so yeah american presidential elections completely dominating the world for the last 4 days but finally we can all he was not that coronavirus should take a back seat because it's been rising exponentially so much you don't know that word do you exponentially exponentially yes it has been and I, we are I, actually I, you know, um, i can say supercarifidity expeditious that just, doesn't help i just can't say this word all right what so is it again? exponentially and we are actually uh, this is day 3 of lockdown 2.0 for uh, england isn't it day 3 yes day 3 it is uh, how do you feel about us going into lockdown one more time what what how do you think it is different this time i personally feel that it's a softer to, approach to use a phrase that my mother uses very often yeah to tell you honestly yes i hasn't felt that much different i mean it's not this lockdown has not been as severe i, I think as yeah. the one in march yeah it is a softer I, approach i feel that more things are open yeah lots of shops are open but for starters kids are still at school kids are going to school i'm go- i'm not working from home i'm making my way uh, some of us are on furlough yeah there's furlough happening there's i'm actually not working from home this time and i f- see that you know even on my commute we the lockdown started on thursday thursday friday didn't feel different at all actually from, some people saying there were traffic jams there were traffic jams it was a far worse on thursday and friday and this time round if you read the fine print uh boris johnson and uh, you know the, the, the tory party they've made many concessions in terms of dry cleaners are open laundrettes are open family bubbles have many you know like do you know for instance did you know that even in england uh, the rule of Uh, um, rule of six. No, rule of six is out of the window. But kids under five are not taken into account when they say that only so many can meet. So if you have kids under five, they don't count as oh, part good. of that. Yeah, and, uh, and I think you're allowed to exercise as much as you want. As much time. as you want, you can meet one person from another household outdoors. One person, only one, and uh, people can form support groups and support bubbles. I think lessons learned from the last lockdown in terms of. what a heavy toll it took on people's emotional well-being as well right and i think f- for a majority of this year we've all been in lockdown and we've we've realized now that it's far more than just people going on furlough and uh, businesses folding up and people losing jobs it's the emotional toll you know that it has taken on everyone and personally for me i think the most important factor is that i think they've this time said keep the public toilets open yes which makes a lot of difference you found it a challenge the last time right because even after they said you could go uh if, or you could start traveling again safely and you could exercise because you like to walk a lot up and down <laughs> I, I, I thought you could say you like to go to the loo every no, three hours no you like to walk a lot up and down your favorite uh, neighborhoods in london and sometimes it means you know like walking for 2 3 hours and naturally if you've had a coffee or if you had 2 3 coffees then you need the toilet but yeah this was a, a moot point last time right and the government said that uh this time around they they 
being that much careful but figures are rising right yeah, all across yeah. the country and this and even i think in broadcasting all of us are using our clout in any way we can to let the people know that the second pandemic is for real that it is happening that it will uh, get to a point if we if we are not careful and if we don't follow the guidance it will get to a point when the nhs could soon be overwhelmed and That's Talk, something you don't that, want to do. That's why I saw you on TV quite a lot in this ad. Yeah, I know. So I did that ad as well. And that's what it was. Like, you know, I feel Because they had downloaded the app. We yeah, that was when the app was launched. And I feel that the the second lockdown this time round, at least 3 days into the second lockdown, it doesn't feel that different from how it's been in the last couple of months, right? So it's a softer lockdown, but it's going to be more challenging because as everyone knows this is flu season. It's the dead of winter. And so you said that you saw some queues outside the supermarket for the first time in many months. This was a regular thing in the summer. Remember when we first went into lockdown, we factored in that going to get a pint of milk from Sainsbury's or Waitrose or wherever would take about an hour because you'd be queuing for about forty minutes outside. But doing that in winter, I feel so bad for you know elderly people, those who may really, not be able to stand it, outside it's in the cold. Miss. Some shops are totally empty. Yeah, people walking. Yeah, some of them. I've got tiny queues, not big queues, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so lockdown 2.0 is very much for real, and uh, and we'll see how how it goes. At the moment, it's not feeling that different because, like we said, well, do you think this is like a vicious cycle cy- cycle that um, we lock down? Yeah. Then we're allowed to go out again. Hmm. Again, in it fact, rises. we're encouraged to go out and like eat out to help out. And, and again, things. it's going to rise. And again, we're going to get locked down. Yeah. And it's going to carry on till yeah. Yeah. we many, find a vaccine. Yeah, probably. many people are of the opinion that maybe being so harsh on the economy and shutting down, you know, uh, hospitality and entertainment and leisure centers, they're saying that we know that that's where probably a lot of people get together and that's where the virus breeds ah but that's where you're wrong they say that it's inside homes that it is it uh, more hmm. but then yeah it's, it looks like a vicious trap doesn't it because um, but then it's it's a hard one i think it's a, a hard uh, uh, juggling act for any government anyone in power to get it right between saving lives and saving the economy you have to walk that tightrope and whichever way you go there's always going to be a lobby that will disagree with what the rules are right uh, now you know speaking about since we went into lockdown at the end of march many festivals have come and gone eid being the big one uh, for us diwali coming up everybody's already talking about is christmas cancelled for 2020 and speaking for us i mean asians diwali is always a big big deal for us because yeah normally we go to my mom and dad's house yeah that's where you know your siblings all of us the entire family gathers round and and it is a big deal because even when it is in the midst of a working week when we have school and work and exams and no matter what on diwali day we make the effort to dress up and get together the family gets together we pray together we do our puja we have our diwali dinner we do the fireworks in the garden with all the kids you know grandparents kids all of us it's such a big deal that's going to be so different it's next weekend right it's next weekend oh yeah, yeah that's going to be so different this and this time it's on a as you say it's on a sunday it's on a saturday saturday it's a, no you're right it's on a uh, it's on a saturday yeah on sunday our eldest is 16 oh yeah that that's a whole different podcast but yeah it's on a saturday so ironically <laughs> do you think he's going to talk to us we have no idea but uh, but yeah so Diwali is going to be so different this year and that's when it will really hit home. Lockdown is going to really hit home then, I feel. Um speaking of celebrations, there was another one this week 
was that? Karvachot. Oh, yes. How can I forget How Karvachot? Can you, oh, you forget because you didn't fast. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Yes. So there was Karvachot. Um, this, uh, what do you think? You know, this, this debate goes on and on. And every year it's the same question that there are many people who think it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. It's, a, it's just a token symbol. Yeah. Of uh, your love for your husband. Yes. And other people say that it's so anti-feminist. It's of the dark ages. It's so archaic. Yeah. Well, my view has always been that nobody is forcing you to fast for your husband. It's up to. It's entirely up to every individual to decide whether they want to celebrate Karvachot, how long they want to fast for, what they want to give up. There are husbands that fast for their wives. There are b- b- uh, partners who fast for each other. Uh, so I don't think any. It's it's not you know it's not something that is. I don't think Karvachot is for married uh, married women anymore. I think uh, a lot of girls, girls do, it, do it as yeah, well. Yeah, when they you know looking for a good in husband. the hope of yeah. yeah finding a good husband. So it, the two ways of looking at it, you know, if you're doing it purely out of blind faith and because somebody is kind of forcing you to do it, then that's a different thing. Then I don't know, but I feel that any liberated women of today's day and age. Should have the right to make up their own minds on I whether thought, they want. I thought maybe you've seen one Bollywood movie too many, and you want the chhani. Yeah, I want my chhani absolutely. If I'm doing it, I'm going to do it Karan Johar style. I want the chhani. I want the plate. I want the dressing up, and you know, all the romance that goes with it. Um, and <laughs> we can go in the garden and dance around the tree. No, that that is in this country. It's slightly. It's not practical. Let's put it that way. But getting putting mehndi, I got mehndi done as well, and uh, I love every bit of it. And normally, you know, by the time uh, they say that Karva Chauth Day is that one day because it is the fourth day after full moon night, so it's going to be that much harder to see spot the moon. This year we were very lucky. We saw it just after seven o'clock. Normally it's half eight, nine ish, and by then you really begin to kind of, you know. Feel slightly dizzy, at least I do, because you've not eaten all day. But this year, the American elections were the, you know, the kept everyone distracted and on tenterhooks. So I think the day went very quickly. So to feminists and those who have something against it, all I would say is, well, nobody's forcing you to do it, right? If it doesn't sit right with your belief system, then just don't do it. That's okay. Yeah, said it loud and clear there. Yes. Um, what else happened? There's a yeah, big development. Uh, what's the big development? Which is, yeah, what I think you were. Really no, I was going to say some very sad news this yeah, week. Yes. Was that the big development? Yes. Didn't you? I was thinking of um, Sean Connery. Yeah. Was, I mean, he was ninety ninety years old, I think. Mm. But uh, everyone has a favorite Bond. Yeah. And I think it's it's like some people have favorite Doctor. What do you Who's, want to say about Sean Connery? What, we're no, hoping that the no, world knows no, no, what no, it is. No, what I wanted to say was everyone has a favorite Bond. He passed away yeah. this year. I've already said that. Yeah. So I'm saying that everyone has a favorite Bond, and it depends. Your favorite Bond depends on who who you were growing up, who you watched while you were growing up. Mm. So for me, I used to watch Sean Connery with my dad, and also. I think Sean Connery will be my favorite Bond. So, mm. what are your Sean Connery memories? Is he your favorite Bond? No, he's not. Only because I've not seen much of him. I think all the Sean Connery Bonds that I've seen, I've seen with you much much later. I'd say uh, my favorite Bond is definitely uh, Remington Steele is coming to mind. What's his name again? Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Thank you very much. And then Daniel Craig. I, I enjoyed their films my immensely. Up, my growing up Bond was Roger Moore. Mm. But um, I've, I grew up with all his movies. Yeah. Live and Let Die to um, Octopussy, I think, wasn't mm. it? So uh, that's what I used Is to watch. Is that the one shot in Udaipur? That's the one shot in Udaipur. So those mm. are all the ones I watched in the cinema and all. Yeah. 
probably with my mum and dad, whatever. Mm. But uh, a tradition here in England before Netflix and all came was that there used to be a Bond movie every Christmas day. Mm. And so we'd all sit and watch, normally there were Sean Connery movies. Mm. I don't know how many times I've seen Goldfinger, Dr. Mm. No, from well, Russia. See, with I Ryan. haven't seen any of these growing up. You haven't seen a no. Sean Connery one? I think it has to, it ha- my um, taste in English films was dictated by my mom and dad's taste as well. So we ended up, <coughs> excuse me, we used to watch a lot of war films. So we ended up watching a lot of um, with uh, Guns of Navarone, Where Eagles Dare, The Eagle Has Landed, um, then I, you know what was that? Uh, the uh, the no, one which was set in... I have no idea. The one with Julie Andrews where pie, there was a symbol of pie, Torn Curtain, a lot of these war films. Um, but so I don't know Sean, what's that got to do with Sean Connery yeah so I didn't end up maybe because my dad wasn't much into Bond films I don't know but well, I didn't watch um, too many Bond films well, growing up in the words of Sean Connery I uh, well I think it's seriously time you educated yourself yeah I might have to are the Bond films on Netflix by the way these old Sean Connery films <laughs> all over the place hmm. what else has Sean Connery done other than James Bond I know he was in Ule, oh god I know he was in The Rock that I remember He's done so he won an Oscar for um, The Untouchables. Oh, okay. And what else? So why is he only known as like was he is it because he was the most iconic bond or has he, he done the most number of bonds? No, no, he was the first bond. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, the first is the original is the best. Yeah. But well, Kazanogi. Uh, so uh, so yeah, very sad that he he passed away and this even when you look at Bollywood or in, in general, you know this year 2020 has had some big names sadly leave us. and um yeah so this was many people were reminiscing you know their their favorite bond bond characters bond lines all to do with Sean Connery of course but that's that's been the big news this week right it has. more or less and uh what else well you that's it but by the time our next uh episode comes round we would have had diwali we would have had a birthday another lockdown birthday in the family and uh, what you all about this this year have been in lockdown have been in lockdown and uh, we would be 2 weeks into lockdown 2.0 as well so we'll know that you know which way christmas is headed if at all uh, it's going to be any different from all the previous years what a bad ki baat hai But, but you're right in a way, you know, even though all the shops are totally geared for Christmas, hmm. I haven't quite got that Christmassy spirit, that feeling yet. The Christmas feeling yet. You know, even the lights are all up. They haven't lit the lights yet. And they're saying that all the big Oxford Street, Oxford Circus lights will go on early this year to keep people's spirits up. Although, ironically, there's nowhere know, to go. There's nowhere to go and nobody's meant to be around to admire these lights. I think that in a strange way, if there is a silver lining to this COVID cloud, I think it could be this. Christmas over the years many people say has become extremely commercial. You know, it's been about buying presents, the biggest presents, the you know, gifts and gifting and it's all about that. Whereas the real spirit of Christmas lies in taking a moment at the end of the year to acknowledge of course the birth of Christ, but more than that, acknowledge all the blessings in our lives, acknowledge the fact that we've got food to eat, we've got a roof over our head and really be grateful for everything you have. It's not about the presents, which is what it has become in an extremely commercial world and this year because of austerity because of coronavirus because so many people have lost their loved ones because many people who knows we could even end up celebrating christmas in lockdown so maybe it wouldn't be such a bad thing to round off the year 
on a note of gratitude uh, even though christmas should be about uh, you know families getting together let's hope we get to do that and they say that it's not so much about what's under the christmas tree but the people who are around the christmas table that's what is the real message and the spirit of christmas or if you have to many sherries the people under the christmas table yeah, well, talk, talking about gratitude um, isn't thanksgiving coming very soon as well yeah it is you're right thanksgiving is only the third third thursday of september right november, of november sorry yes so for america even that's going to be let's see how that pans out now that the election is out of the way but yeah lots to look forward to we have no idea how this year is going to end all we know is that we are just thankful for all the things we have and we are just grateful for people who stood by us through these tough times and let's just hope everybody stays safe everybody follows the guidance and we can get out of this corona uh, vicious trap soon and life is never going to go back to normal anytime soon that's what they're saying but as long as we can still you know go back to doing the things that we all miss and love travel being a very important part of that as well so shall we finish this podcast on a uplifting note with a bit of gratitude and thankfulness yes for all the good times that we've had and that we probably will hopefully have again in 2021. Yes, looking This year has been a bit of a write off. Yeah, it has been. So looking forward to meeting our loved ones, looking forward to travel, looking forward to meeting family and friends and having celebrations and gatherings again. And uh, celebrating festivals because that's what it is. It's it's you know, celebrating your sorrows and your joys with people who matter to you the most. Uh getting back together again with with our family and friends. Let's hope that happens sooner than we think. So till next time. You can find us on uh, do you know where you can find us? Yes. Uh, he says media. he says trying to think uh, Twitter. Yes. And Instagram Shabby and Man. Shabby and Man podcast and we are all on we are on your uh, podcast platforms uh, wherever you catch your regular platforms uh, wherever you listen to your regular podcast. I always wonder why we say this because Naturally, they are listening. They're us. tuned in already. Yeah, but if they want to recommend us to any of their friends. Oh yes, if you want to recommend us. Rate, recommend, and review. Please feel free to do that. Uh, until next time. Cheerio. Bye bye.